Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a science here to make things make sense. Today, we are continuing our amazing conversation about our favorite life hacks that have been backed by science that have helped us get through life. Uh, but before that, we're going to talk a little bit about sparrows, as well as a really interesting acronym for what you should do when you're queasy or feeling sick, like I am. I mean, you're so, you're so good at turning it on. <laughs> like, your voice is so, like, good. I don't know how, it's be, I don't know. No. But I, I think I do it in my own way, too, but, like. I was just, I was truly just talking to you. And then you were like, yeah, and then it was like, I don't know. I just felt like energized. And I was like, when I, I feel like when I do that, it sounds insane. Like I'm a serial killer. Um, I don't, I probably do also you know, sound like, like you know, but you sound I know, good. but I think it's because you have like a radio voice. No, I don't know what it is. I don't think we've talked about this before, but there's something about when I know I have to say scripted stuff. It's hard. I, I, I could not be a good actor without a lot of practice. Because I have a hard time to sound natural when I know I have to say something specific. I like, like on this podcast, I really enjoy speaking extemporaneously, like on the spot. Spontaneously. Whoa, that's a big word. But when I have a specific sentence to say, I find it difficult to fi- figure out how I would actually say that if it just came to my mind. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm like, your job's ASAP science. I'm like, your job is reading scripts. You're pretty I good know. at it. No, but I don't think I am. Uh, like, I, don't, I don't think I'm bad. I think... I am good at putting on an announcer voice or kind of like a, here's an educational thing that I'm going to read to you. Yeah. Know what it is. It's giving millennial. We're millennials. Like Gen Z does make fun of the fact that we do that on TikTok. It's not just Gen Z. It's not just millennials though, because I think it, I mean, maybe this will change, but reality TV is a space that I always look at and you can always tell the difference. Like if you're watching drag race, you see the Queens that are really good at it or survivor. You see the people that are really good and then there's other people you can tell they're re- they're no, giving what? a sentence and cuz you know as someone who's been on reality tv yeah. you realize like they're not scripting it for you but you're re-saying it like five times and then they're like make it shorter do it some people are so good at being like funny and making it seem like they just thought of this joke I, that they actually have been saying for five What times. I'm saying would be interesting was to be to study drag race and see if there is a connection between age and mm. people's ability. You're totally right. I do think as we go forward, as Gen Z becomes more of like the demographic that will be in these kinds of shows, it will be interesting because they probably so much more comfortable well, on the that, camera. I think Drag Race is a great start. Like, let's start looking and be like, what are the ages? Because it has the millen- Sadly, now on Drag Race, they'll be like, the old queen who is our age. <laughs> who's younger, who's like 32. Like, which is so And they're like, <gasps> They're like, oh my God, look, she can kind of dress drop, but her hip didn't pop out. I'm like, that's me. And I slash, yeah, definitely my hip would pop yeah, out. Yeah, and I'm like, and I can't death drop. But they're, the ages now are like 20 mm-hmm. to 35. And there really is a gen- I actually don't personally, with Drag Race as the example, and even as Survivor as a reference, think it is a different skill. Again, this is speaking extemporaneously. I think Gen Z is really comfortable in front of a camera, but that doesn't make them better at taking a line that, they know they have to say and making it sound real. Mm. Like that is actually a special skill. I think and like when, I, I don't know. I feel like there's just so you're right. Like, I just think it'll be so interesting to see Gen Z. Cause I think the ability be stars, well, the <laughs> like stars in their own right. In the sense that when I go on TikTok, I am like, I'm sorry. These Gen Z people are funnier and they aren't right. as cringy cause they're 
able but to because have a camera I think roll the and skill, not. Yeah, but to me, the skill of someone on TikTok, not to say they aren't filming it multiple times, but I think Gen Z is good at hit record, go, and now I'm just going to be on. Oh, interesting. Versus I th- no, I think, I've written out a script. Wait, I think that this is my, what I think, though. I always think that they are doing a script, and they have filmed it a bunch of times. And they're just really good. Yeah, at sorry. I've never thought about that. I never look at those nonchalant, hilarious Gen Z things and not think they did it like 10 times. Hmm. I, I think that, but I could be wrong. But I, I really... Don't, I don't know. And I I guess I'm thinking in the context of a reality show. Some people are so good and I can tell not that they've been given the line, but it's like a very specific way that they've been asked to make something succinct or be like, you know, everyone on Drag Race has to be like, so we come into the workroom or like what? There's always a line and they all To be honest, that's the only, it's another day in the workroom. Win my, over my heart. The people who are fake on Drag Race, I'm like that. You're a bad drag queen. (laughs) The people who can do it real. It's a really important skill for reality TV. For television. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, whoa, that was a side note. Yeah. Like, what are we even talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, uh, let's get into what we learned this <laughs> oh, week. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, what did we learn this week? Don't bring up Drag Race around gays. True. Or because Survivor around nerd gays. Like, we were not really talking about Survivor. <laughs> oh, but in my mind, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of reality. No, television. I know. I was just like, that's where I wanted to go. I wanted, okay, we need to stop. Um, in other news, if I haven't already said this, guess which illness I have today? <laughs> <laughs> um, which is always something new. Um, and it, but it is related to my Wonderland this week. And I think the other day I got maybe food poisoning or something. I don't know because or I have some kind of bug, stomach bug. So everyone in Toronto, not everyone obviously, <laughs> but a lot of people have been talking about norovirus. And I feel from at least what I understand about it is that it hits you really hard. You vomit, you have diarrhea and it's really intense, but this has not been the case for either of us. No, like so the people we know confusing. that got norovirus who are adults like, no. were fully vomiting projectile, yeah. right? Like, and I haven't vomited in so but long. You have not life, probably in over 15 years. Well, maybe less, maybe over a decade. Um, but so yeah, I, I ate what, was a smoothie and pardon me and I had changed my protein powder and I'm kind of like it was an old one it was a vegan one not that that has anything to do with it but then I immediately started feeling sick that may be a coincidence but part of my brain has now associated that food with making me sick um and I have not felt this level of queasiness I'm finally just kind of coming out of it but it was so gross and so bad and I just felt like I was gonna throw up the whole day all night was waking up feeling I had to go to the bathroom I never I'm the kind of person who's not going to throw up. Like I'm going to hold it in. I know sometimes people throw up because they're just like, get it out. It feels I better. love it. I could not <laughs> force myself. I could never gag myself. It's just like, I'm going to suffer and I'm going to hold this. So in. wait, so what did you learn? I was like, I thought my, I learned the acronym. Well, you told me like there's an acronym out there for what to eat. And that oh, is yeah. rat. So it's all about like the things that'll be easy on your stomach. So it's bread, rice, applesauce and toast no banana <laughs> oh whoops yeah 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 sorry. i'm like the tea is the toast <laughs> sorry sorry not just bread you gotta toast it oh i already fucked up yeah so i did you live by that no um well in the first day oh. i could only eat toast that's i only maybe yeah. have like a piece or two of toast the entire day i i find that it's a good acronym to know because those like Wait, so you didn't live by it? So then did it? No, work? I did at first, but then I then I kind of made myself sick by eating more the next day. That probably was like not on that list, and it re-triggered my queasiness. Um, huh. But I just kind of thought I was getting over it, and then I was like, I am not. I'm still burping up. Oh, like, ew, no. Not vomit. I'm just like still really like gassy. And Brat stuff. is important. I mean, I remember being raised by, I remember like if I was sick to me, it's toast, it's applesauce. Like it yeah, is, and, it is a nice like thing rice, to remember. And yeah. you, and you're saying you broke it and then you got sick. I didn't like get sick, but yeah, it made me realize, okay, yeah, some things are just hard on your stomach yeah. and lots of things are like spice and a lot of flavor and like, it's giving, um, Caucasian acronym. Like, cause I was just like, thinking, and also oh. a weird acronym because it's like, why are you calling it brat? Well, they probably, it's like, like I guess the only doctors like, real people, word that you can make. Yeah. Out of it. They're like, they're not gonna call it trab. I know, but brat seems like usually the acronym has to like do with what? <laughs> It no, is. well, that's if you're lucky. It's an acronym. You can't just like <laughs> play it and like, you know what I mean? It has to, it's probably the one word that cognitively just is a word. Yeah. Tarb. Yeah, like, but they could have like added another one in. I'm sure there's like one other food that like. Papaya. Yeah, brat. exactly. No, I, I'm just saying brat's a funny one to be like, you little brat. Make sure you're eating your simple yeah, food. But maybe you'll never forget it. 
but the papaya like is an example of something that because what think that like brat to me is caucasian north american dealing with queasiness a lot of other cultures would have different things outside of rice bread Sorry, banana. Oh, applesauce. Yeah, applesauce. Yeah, I'm just That's like it's giving. One. Yeah, it's giving. Well, there's nutrients in apples, and it's not like in a. It's kind of like processed in a way that yeah. it probably just goes so right through you. What's What's the acronym when you like injure or something? And how it's like elevate. rest, elevate, apply pressure. What is that one? Rest, elevate, apply <laughs> pressure. Oh my God! Someone who just got their NLS certificate is probably <laughs> flipping their table. Yeah, it's like you're supposed to what. It, is, you know rest is one of them? Is I that thought it, like, the acronym rest, was rest. Elevate. Oh. Apply pressure. Wait, but those all seem like different. <laughs> <laughs> Not to change the topic, but I just, in my mind, I thought that acronym was related to being injured. Like it was easier. Well, I can't remember it. Are you looking at no. It says danger response, airway, breathing, and circulation. That's like what when you do CPR. Okay, but that's I not. think that you're I think you're living in a like <laughs> idealized world where the acronyms say, <laughs> say what like amazing mean. things. Cause yeah. Okay, you're gonna start your what did you learn this week and I'm gonna figure out No, truly they the all rest. say like Draskabud. Elevate rest. Rest ricer. Rice. rice, it's rice. Okay, Which is so obviously I'm not. Sorry, but rice and brat. <laughs> it's like you're. Oh, it's rice. Isn't it's it? Like, isn't it? It rice? is. That has nothing to. Re- it's rest, ice, compression, elevation, <laughs> referral. Also, they added referral ricer? obviously recently. So now it's ricer. Okay, I was wrong. Yeah. I can admit when I was wrong. <laughs> Except when I found out. I still haven't double checked this, but our friend said in the other episode when you were saying pestle, you were correct. Mortal and pestle. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Like, Even though it is spelt eyes, with a T. But I was getting dragged out. Like, it's a pestle. I mean, okay, Hermie one. Anyway, <laughs> Hermione. Um, okay. You Hermie go. one Kenobi. So I'm bird watching again because it's spring. It's not really spring in Toronto, <laughs> but I'm doing everything I can. I get out there bird watching every day being like, where are they? Where are they? And there are some birds coming back. Very exciting. Um, it truly is so exciting and I encourage everyone to go bird watching. It's the best thing you can do with your life. The other day we went on a walk. I wasn't feeling well and Greg got mad at me because I was like, I'm bored. I don't want to stand here. I literally, we were walking in High Park and I stopped. (laughs) Gorgeous chickadees, a cardinal coming up to the branch. I just stopped. I'm like, oh wow, what a life we live in. What a beautiful world we got to be graced with. And you looked at me, you're like, are we going to keep walking or I I thought we were on a walk. I was like, well, I didn't think it would be bad to stop and smell these roses and look at these gorgeous chickadees. You're like, you know, I'm actually not feeling that well. If we're going to be here to walk, we're going to be walking. And I was like, okay. And so didn't whip out I don't my know. Binoculars. I normally am the one who was more happy to like stop and pause. I just, it was really I funny. thought we were on a I walk. I had like my binoculars out and I was like, I guess I'm putting them back in and we will keep walking. I was in a bad mood because yeah. I, I was sick. You were like, I didn't come all this way to look at birds. I was like, okay, well I did. Well, I find them less cute when the, when it's like still winter vibes and there's just twigs and they're all brown, I'm just like, I don't know why it's like less. No, when, it's when the spring best, hits, it's the best time to bird watch because when spring hits, the leaves come in and then you can't see them because the trees still can. You can <laughs> at a certain point. It's actually like the best time to bird watch is in April and May because there's only buds. Okay. And then once the leaves come out, it's like, okay, well now I'm blocked from all the vision. <laughs> Anyways, so house sparrows, which if you live in Toronto, are the ones that you see everywhere. In front of your house, mm-hmm. on the street, there's sparrows. If you start bird watching, you'll be all excited. You're like, oh, it's a house sparrow. They're very um, invasive. They're originally from Eurasia. A lot of people will put out bird boxes in order to try and help, you know, like the warblers or like other words. any like finches, like any other type of bird, a house sparrow gets in and a lot of people will kick like truly just like kick the house sparrows out because they're like a huge yeah, nuisance. Like but the reason is because 11,000 years ago, there was a mutation and adaptation in house sparrows that allowed them to digest complex carbohydrates. So that is when they started to evolve like along with cities. human ar- uh, agriculture. So at the time it wouldn't have necessarily even been cities, but right. now it is, <clears throat> they can like eat complex carbs in your garbage. They, they uh, can like, like sources that other birds wouldn't be able to eat, they can thrive on. Yeah, so, so they're always around. So house sparrows originally from Eurasia across the world are common around human settlements. So like they're the raccoons of the avian world. Yes. And like I think people would say that like pigeons, which 
Rock doves. Pigeons are the same. I don't know the exact, exact mutation. That's what I learned this week was in this article. They found the mutation in the house mm. sparrows. So I would think some people would say pigeons are the raccoons of oh, fair. the avians. Yeah. But like house sparrows are there as well. And I think what is sad is that it's not their fault. It's humans' fault, obviously. But they can take up and eat like the suet and the bird seed of people who are Trying birders to trying to help these other mm. na- uh, native species that are really struggling, which is like mm. mostly all the other ones. Yeah. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. House sparrows, at least I, they're very cute, but you're right. There's so many of them. It's so interesting because like bird watching, I haven't gotten to the point. It's only my third year. I'm in love with it, but I haven't gotten to the point of like, uh, just a chickadee. Like when I see a chickadee, I'm still like that. They're so cute. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Or even like a cardinal. The other day I was with these bird watchers and they were just like, Ugh, well, it's not on a branch. I'm not going to take a photo of it. I'm like, it's actually so cool. It was right in front of us, but it was where just like, was oh, it? Uh, it was on a post in front of us where someone had put seeds down, but it was like, they f- need it on a branch. Well, it was just one of those moments where I was like, I'm two feet from a cardinal. This is kind of cool. It's a red bird. That's really close to me, but they've, they're, 70 and they've probably seen 40 so many. million cardinals yeah. in their life that they were just talking to me and I was kind of like um I want to take a photo <laughs> with my phone of this bird so I haven't really gotten to that point but house sparrows they are kind of drab like in coloration mm-hmm. compared to More the native birds. species of sparrows which I've now started to learn about it's like kind of interesting like, oh so th- what is a sparrow then, if not a house sparrow? There's chipping sparrows, white crown sparrows, oh. song sparrows. See, I don't know what those look like. Yeah, so it's kind of weird because I feel bad because I'm not saying that you should judge just because they're common right. that they're ugly. Right. And they're not ugly. Every bird is beautiful. But chipping sparrows, white crown, song sparrows, when you see them, they like have weird maroon colors that... The white crown sparrows have this like crazy white crown. They're in Hyde Park and they're sparrows. But they're not like in front of our house. No, and they're hard to find. Uh, And so like they're not in front of your house. mm. And so you might walk in front of your house and there could be a chipping or song sparrow there and you might not know. But if you start to pay attention, you might be like, oh my God, that's a beautiful Mm. sparrow. Oh my God, that's a song sparrow. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting i'm not <laughs> trying to say house sparrows aren't ugly but no, no but just when something's common it's yeah, nice to see they are variation yeah and sometimes i wonder no this thought's not worth exploring um <laughs> should we i'm like are you sure because i'm obsessed with the knowing what people are thinking and i'm like what were you gonna well, say well i was like do birders think like mice and rats in the city are cute you know like are they are you like an all animals I know you think mice and rats are right. I think mice are so cute. I think rats are really cute. They are, but you know what I mean? Like, it's interesting that birds, I guess you've once explained it's because they're very accessible. You can see them all over the place. They're um, diurnal, like, they're around. So it's diurnal. Like, like sleep at night. Wow. Like nocturnal and diurnal. Damn, sometimes you okay, blow me didn't away. Didn't you teach science? Excuse <laughs> me. I was about to say something nice to you. Be like, you blow me away with your vocabulary. Now I'm defensive. I'm like, yeah, I know diurnal. Um, it's when you die at the urinal. So, sorry. I don't know where I was going. But, you know, I guess like birds are more accessible, less scary. Like, I guess rats and mice are, you know, quote okay. unquote, carry disease. And I want to do a video. are like nighttime creatures. So, Wait, you know. I want to say something. I want to do an episode on biophilia versus bio versus biophobia and Ooh. what i was reading about because we're still in our what did we learn this week section <laughs> was that bird watching was one example hiking is another example that people who don't have access to nature this is not anyone's fault if you don't you mm-hmm. could live in like a dead zone of nature are more likely to be biophobic. Mm. So they're more likely to fear mice, rats, mm. any, even the darkness of the forest. Like I even think about sometimes you and I at the beginning of our relationship, because like even just me growing up camping, like when we were in a forest, I yeah. was like, this is so cool. And you'd, you'd be like, we're going to die. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but like, it's kind of like fair. You're allowed to be like, we're going to die. We're, and yeah. you could look I'm at familiar. being in a forest as fearful. Yeah. Or you could look at being in a forest as like, biophilic which is like to be like this is actually maybe the safest most beautiful place but that they're starting to correlate it to your access and time spent in nature so i do feel like if you were a birder you would be more likely to think that mice and rats were cute you'd be less scared of them because 
based on this study, the more time you're just spent out staring at trees in the woods is when you start to be like, know what's scary? The street (laughs) where there's stores and humans and cars. What's not scary and what's a reprieve from danger is the park. Flip that around. If you're someone who doesn't spend that much time in nature, know what is scary? The park. Because there's like a random hawk that's going to kill my dog or something (laughs) like, you know what I mean? Like you, you would maybe biophilia, biophobia. I want to do um, an episode on it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's uh, cool. For what it's worth, I'm just, I love nature now, but I am still scared of mice and rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not like a be-all end all in any way, but yeah. Okay, let's take a little break and yeah. then we'll continue let's our go. discussion on um life hacks. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like something's interfering with your happiness or preventing you from reaching your goals? Like, I've been really keen to make more music and dedicate creative time to it, but honestly, sometimes I just get really in my head and feel completely overwhelmed. BetterHelp will assess your personal needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist that you can start communicating with in under 48 hours. The counseling is done securely online and is available worldwide with a broad range of expertise available, some which may not always be available locally in many areas. Not only can you schedule weekly video or phone sessions, getting to skip the uncomfortable waiting rooms of traditional therapy, but you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor and get timely and thoughtful responses. BetterHelp lets you change counselors at any time, so you'll always get a great therapeutic match, and it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling with financial aid available. Just head to betterhelp.com slash sidenote to get 10% off your first month and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash sidenote for 10% off your first month. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. All right, we are on to part two of our favorite personal life hacks that we've integrated into our lives that have, you know, scientific backing or some legit fruit, but we're going to give you our anecdotes of why they have been so influential in our lives. So Hopefully last week's was like actually interesting and helpful. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you have your, stop it. You have your like <laughs> announcer voice. Announcer voice. It's so funny. It's so good. I'm like, you could work at mix 99.9 in Toronto <laughs> FM. Um, in Toronto FM. <laughs> <laughs> so this next one um, is I think quite popular for a lot of people from a scientific realm and it has to do with breathing. Oh, I've heard some people do that. <laughs> oh, that was a joke. Okay, because I was actually like, yeah, I was gonna be like, yeah, it's minds about breath. I've heard about breathing. I well, think. okay, there is a science book called Breath that people are obsessed with that I read and is really annoying. So, like the first, I'd say two to three chapters of the book are great, and it just explains how the lungs work, your alveoli, like the membranes. It's all science, and then it just literally makes it seem like if you breathe deeply and slowly, you won't get cancer. Like it just goes on this hard (laughs) L people love this book. It's called breath. I would recommend reading the first half of it, reading the second half and then like get your critical thinking skills Mm. up. Cause it, it has this, it's taken on the very like pseudoscientific bro. like hack your body. Like people are obsessed with it and kind of 
interesting ways. And a lot of it's where people start like taping their mouth to breathe through their nose at night. Oh yeah. That's like a big, from that book. Okay. So that's not what I'm talking about. What I do, I am fortunate to have a bath. It doesn't require a bath, but like just, <laughs> okay. It sounds crazy. So the scientific <laughs> studies are about four to four breathing, which is breathing in for four seconds, holding it for two seconds and breathing out for four seconds. Uh-huh. It taps into your parasympathetic nervous system. It's a great hack for if you're ever feeling anxious or just in general, if you're ever in that moment, where <laughs> like you're feeling anxious, just try four uh-huh. seconds in two uh-huh. seconds, hold four seconds out. Okay. But the thing that I do and this is like weird is that, I will breathe in for the slowest I possibly can. This is in the bath. Like to fill your lungs slowly? To fill my lungs. I picture my abs. A lot of the scientific Oh, wow. Studies, he has abs. Okay. <laughs> no, no, sorry. Like I picture like the muscles in my stomach as like pushing out and like pulling my diaphragm down. Like re- like if my lungs could okay. get the thickest really they could it. get without okay. popping. But as slow as... Imagine I- your lungs pop. <laughs> no, no, I know. Well, sometimes I'm like, yeah, we're close to popping, folks. <laughs> But like, instead of the four two four, I'm talking like forty second to hold Deep it breath in. Wow. for the longest you can. And I sometimes think like, this is what it'll feel like to die. This is what it'll feel like oh to die. And I like go through this like pr- like mental gymnastics of like going to that place and then breathing it out as slow as possible. And like I try even and- when you're out of breath, you breathe out slow as That's slow so as you can. And those ones, I'll do one of those, and then I'll just hang out in the bath. Okay, but or- that's also really scary in the bath, Greg. Like what if you pass out? No, in I'm not. Bath, okay, I'm, drown. I'm not. Okay, the, don't do that. We're different people. I'm <laughs> not going to drown. It's like a sometimes I'm just like hot in the bath and I'm like I'm gonna faint. I have to get out of here. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, like if you feel like you're gonna faint, definitely get out. Well, no, I just but, get scared. I'm like if I fainted in the bath, that'd be really scary because I would pass out and drown myself. Yeah, we are different people. <laughs> you're always thinking about how you're dying, and I'm almost always dying because I'm not thinking about that. But I do it. It, it it's something I do bath is a great time for me because it's like how I go like I'm in the bath I'm doing it but you Mm. can if you don't have a bath you can do it as like it yoga is all about this but Mm. like you know maybe you're even watching TV you just want to like do it while you watch TV like it helps me I think when I get into those anxious situations and need to start doing breath work Mm. then all of a sudden four two four like four seconds two seconds four seconds it feels so easy yeah like I can get there when I'm anxious and be like okay just breathe Whereas I think sometimes it can actually be hard to train yourself to like breathe slowly, which is just scientifically very helpful. Yeah. I, I, even the, even breathing deeply, I had, I don't know if this was a study or maybe I just like heard about how, yeah, I think it was smokers tend to carry less tension in oh, yeah, their they shoulders. Breathe, yeah. Yeah. And that it's like, there <laughs> is something, you know, without the cigarette, for example, that is really important about stopping and breathing deep because it yeah. like releases that tension. It also um, makes your heart rate drop. Yeah. Like, and obviously breathing's great. Oxygen's great. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really focus on my breath that often. I don't know why something about it's boring to me. Well, it's, it's also to me, the only time I think I'm like, is this meditation? <laughs> because yeah, I, I guess think- if I meditate, I might focus on my breath just to focus off of other things, but it's never been like so um, specifically guided to, th- to function around the breath. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's the only Which quote unquote cool. times I've ever meditated maybe when I'm doing this I'm like is this your bath time your bath almost dying time yeah but but it's like you're focused so hard on your breath being slow you can't think about anything else it's pretty physically demanding Mm -hmm. it's very in your body it's very like I'm thinking about my lungs expanding as the organs I'm thinking about the like oxygen transferring into my blood because it's like you can't really not think about it because it hurts it's like Mm it's hard when you're you know what i mean yeah like you're not and i mean that's why i'm sure i've said this on this pod before is why breathing is so such a useful tool for meditation because it's one of the only things that your body you can do both consciously and unconsciously um okay side note lol at kate winslet learning to hold her breath and breaking the record for that dumb movie where I'm Did like, she break her she record? even in the movie? <laughs> yeah. She like broke Tom Cruise's celebrities oh, are like insane. Celebrity record like or? she definitely like was like, I'm going to break Tom Cruise's yeah. goddamn what mission like, impossible lady, record. You're animated. You're animated. <laughs> Just going you could have, 
Yeah, hold, yeah, literally just move your freaking hands. <laughs> and I mean, it is James Cameron's fault. And yeah. also, everyone's like, she held her. It's like, no, some goddamn like diver did it for three minutes longer <laughs> than all of these celebrities. You know, right. she broke the record for of a what? movie An for actor? Hollywood. Yeah. Because definitely a stunt person's like, I've also done that. It was just like <laughs> so weird. But, anyways, Kate Winslet's probably real chill when she was doing her. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, there's probably so many celebrities right now like doing breath work. Like, before their role as like I don't know like a prince or something. The annoying thing about all these hacks is like to take them not with the grain of salt, but like with there's always, always this hope that these hacks will just like cure everything. Like how you that's said that's why the, the breath work. Sorry, the breath book is so annoying. Yeah, they make it sound like it because is. everyone wants like that. I want breathing. that too. You know, like yeah. even meditation. It's like people talk about all these benefits, but like that's when you're putting in like a good amount of work to do it. And it's, yeah, it's not like necessarily you're gonna see all these things. So specifically, it's just like research will show like yes people might have like on average these changes in behavior or yeah. attitude or like heart problem like like the, it's yeah. not like your life is going to change overnight no for me almost honestly i'm just like after i'm like whoa that was sick and then i go on with my day and i feel good but like it didn't change like i'm not i mean overall it probably will help and change things but you but know like, what i mean n- marginally like what i'm like just saying percentage. it's really enjoyable yeah. and like it makes me feel good i Done. think that's why of all these uh, well something i want to address here it's related to like our other podcast that's on the same thing is like a lot of these kind of like hack ideas can it's so linked to this sort of like productivity often bro culture yeah of like living forever capitalist, energy like it's, like, it's death why, anxiety i think yeah and i i sort of mean like why are you doing it i think is important to examine like and i do think if it is to feel happier to feel more content like those are healthy positive reasons but if it a lot of times people are doing these to be to like not need as much sleep or to be more energetic so they can do more work yeah so they can like make more money make more money i'm not saying that's like always a negative thing like if you're a tired person no but i mean like if you have inspiration to do work on something you care about and and you're like oh but i'm feeling so tired and and yeah taking care of my body true. can allow me to do this yeah, thing that yeah, like yeah. that can be positive but i think it's easy to mix up in the like i want to be efficient in everything so that i can just like use all my time towards extracting value yeah. from my body <laughs> and to be fair breathing in slowly holding it till it hurts and breathing out slowly is not gonna, like, it's not gonna get you more money that's for sure people will definitely think it is yeah um, <laughs> okay, uh, actually sure. this links to my next one which is drum roll therapy um mm. i think that is probably like i, I was not like ever anti-therapy you but are i'll go there we've gone through there are we you are we almost broke up i wasn't anti-therapy Okay, yeah. like pressing pause and having a real discussion. Or are we doing it right now? I think okay, you well, were okay. Here's my perspective. I wasn't anti-therapy for like other people. I think I was just like didn't want to do it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. You were anti-therapy for yourself. That's what I mean. I yeah. wasn't ever like therapy's not good or it's a waste of time. Oh whatever. no, no. I don't think you were like against the like institution. Of That's the, what yes. I mean. Okay, Some people sorry. are. Some people think it's stupid and it's a waste of money. It's like preying on people. Wow. Okay. They, um, and I actually don't think deep down I ever was like didn't actually think it could help but i think it was just like not something i was comfortable with uh, because i was always feeling time pressure it just felt like it took a lot of energy and time away from other things i Hmm. was already neglecting as well Hmm. which is something i've always struggled with is like i have all these things i want to do and i can't add something else in like without it detracting from these things that i'm already not doing does that make sense yeah um but that's I don't know how else to say it other than especially for men. I think like the biggest advantage for therapy for me, and I know I think I've said it on this podcast before, but if not, I think that men are not taught how to connect to their emotions and that yeah. therapy can teach you that. Like a lot of times I'll feel things and not know how to articulate it. Yeah. And that's all therapy that. is. <laughs> yeah. In some ways. That's why it's really hard and why a lot of men cannot articulate themselves hmm. you see this all the time like especially like a girl will be like I know, I know there's like quintessentially like a man asking a girl what's wrong too like the girls can have this problem as well this is not just a male problem no but no I, yeah i think girl, that at least yeah. girls are given the permission to explore their emotions in a way and express them in um, the gendered world that we live in, in the gendered in the world binaries. yes and that is why like sometimes girls are 
said to be emotional, but like that's an amazing thing to yes. be able to be and to be able to express. <laughs> if only. Like it is the human's greatest ability to like feel these things inside, including think these things inside and be able to have them come out yeah. and share them with other people. So to like practice that is really interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting to think about how oh, you're being emotional. It's like, there's been such a shift. It's like, yeah, it's like, you're not. That's, that's also horrifying. Like what humans evolved to do. Yeah, and that's how you actually make correct and pragmatic decisions. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when you ignore your emotions. I feel humans. like so much of it is like, like the sexist like, turn notion your emotion is that off. emotional, being emotional makes you do irrational things yeah. where really it's like, that's actually more rational than ignoring it. Yeah, and like, that's also like putting aside that anger is one of men's most easily accessible emotions yeah, and often most taken emotions, but that's like not the one they're counting yeah. when people are like that. That's you so can't be emotional. It's like, no, they think that they're allowed to lead with anger yeah. uh, myself included. It's like what's inside of you. But also I think therapy for is expensive. Oh like, yeah. I think yeah. that there's mm-hmm. something about it. That's like not really, accessible inaccessible and then the only thing that i think around that just because we don't live in a society right now that is like funded medically which i think it should be well a you can sometimes get it through work and if so like do the paperwork do the things to get it because it's so incredible but i always think about people and what they'll spend on the gym or what they'll spend on food like other aspects of health in their life and then comparing it to therapy so Mm -hmm. like yes therapy in toronto maybe 125 dollars an hour that's a lot of money that is maybe the price of a month gym membership so if you think about it i I mean maybe that's a nice gym for some people i mean actually no sorry sorry i'm just saying i'm just saying it's an it's an amount that people would maybe be paying yeah i always think of it as like it is the gym for your mind what's more important than your body in some cases your mind so it's like if you're willing to spend 125 dollars a month on the gym are you willing to spend that much a month on a therapy session, which is in my opinion, going to give you similar types of benefits? Mm-hmm. Cause I just think the amount of money it costs is such an easy way barrier. out. Yeah. Yeah. And, barrier. and, and it's I a think legitimate, it's legitimate barrier. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. This obviously is like for people that can't afford it, this hack. And but also, I think it's definitely like transformed my life. Exactly. And, <laughs> and I think that, on top of that is that people, when they're starting therapy, I think it can be the money issue. And then it can also be like, I'm, I'm not struggling. And right. I remember I started therapy, I think because of like my affluence through YouTube and being a little bored and wanting a new experience. Like it was not in thinking, Oh, I have to go fix something. No, it was actually like <laughs> boredom. Yeah. And then I remember you went on big brother and it was like the worst experience of my life. <laughs> no, that's so exaggerated. Sorry. It wasn't, but I was like all of a sudden in therapy and it was so helpful. And it was like, Oh, so it's like now there when you need it, right? You don't, it doesn't have to, it doesn't mean something's wrong. Of course mm-hmm. you should go. If you feel like something's wrong, it's a great way to get you to start, mm-hmm. but it's also a cool thing to put money towards and it will benefit you at the inevitable time when something does happen in your life. And I mean, at the very least, like it's not the same, but like being, finding people you can communicate with is like probably so important. But the difference, the the difference is that therapy is like helped lead me through a path, not lead me through a path, but like find and discover ways to, deal with things because they're like trained professionals we've completely changed as people i think everyone does as they age but honestly at this age you i know enough friends to be like some aren't changing some Mm -hmm. people aren't changing Mm -hmm. you have changed so much and i do think like you can't differentiate therapy away from it Mm -hmm. and obviously that's all i can say on that like it is i i get that that one's very cost prohibitive but it okay mine's really cheap okay what is it cold showers oh, <laughs> okay <laughs> all mine are like actually the things that bros yell at you to do <laughs> and i'm just i'm like so against being a bro that i say it and then just like in a way that like gets me out of the like exact conversation that everyone's <laughs> having okay so this is quote-unquote science-backed it is again like the breath work so overblown take it online. with yeah like a grain of salt well the studies are so it's like they look at people who have cold showers and people who don't. And the people who have cold showers show up to work more and don't get as sick. It's like, yeah, the people who have cold showers are also probably doing a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. It's all confirmation bias in my head. Like, And they have 
figured out ways to put in scientific theory about it, but it's not what Wim Hof will tell you. It's right. not this like thing that Cure is yes. or like, yeah. It's yeah. based around hormesis, which is a lot of these things, which is that like a little bit of a stressor on your body is a good thing. So that's what this is about. So for me, I just every morning have my normal shower. Then at the end, I turn it to cold. And so I'll do it in my head with the time. So like, say I've had a great sleep, I just do 10 seconds. I'm hungover, I'm like, oh God, I guess I'm going for 30. Like I use it as a weird, um, almost like check-in with my body as where I'm at. But I, in doing this research this week, found out that in order to get the quote unquote benefits that could happen, you have to do it on cold until you stop gasping. Mm. So I actually don't do that. And I tried this morning and almost passed out. I was like, oh I'm like, it would, no, no, dude. it's an exaggeration. They almost Did passed you just out. just say no, no, dude. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know what I said. I don't know what I said. I meant to say like, I didn't, I felt bad because I didn't actually almost pass out because that is dangerous. And people who do cold water swims can like, <laughs> like yeah, you have and you've to be jumped careful. in literal ice water before. Yeah, so I'm saying like, I don't want people to think I actually almost passed out. It uh, was just really cold. And I was like, that's, longer than I usually do. Uh-huh. I personally feel that even just the playing with the 10 seconds, 30 seconds has made my mornings a lot easier and it makes it a lot easier for me to wake up in the morning and feel good. But the actual benefits for your heart and for the scientific aspects, they think it needs to be longer than what I'm doing. Okay. Cause I still gasp. I'm gasping the whole time and I gasp until I turn it off. This is just one that I'm never going to do. <laughs> yeah. No, I... that, that's fine. That's fine. But I think it's interesting. I just, I don't know what it is. It's, it's well, it's, too it's, much for it's me. Horm, it's, it is hormesis. It's like exercise. But I, I don't mind pushing myself in other areas, but I'm just like, I just don't want to do that to myself. Well, I, that's what like I'm Like imagine saying. someone like, saying being tickled uncomfortably every day makes you healthier. Would you do it? I'm a little bit psycho. Like you would? And I'm like a fucking like productivity like, bro. Ah! Yes, like I would be like, yes, because I'm in no way enjoying this. I understand genetically. I have red hair, did a video about it. Like I've experienced cold and pain in different ways. Yeah. So it's definitely potentially. When I hear you in the shower doing this, I'm like, he's a psychopath. I'm, what do you mean? Because I hear you going. <laughs> <laughs> Like breathing so crazy. I'm like, I guess he just turned the knob to cold. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I'm in mean, no like, way enjoying okay. it. It's really hard. And like certain showers are like, if you're like traveling or whatever, are so much worse or so much better. Like some will go so cold and I'm like, that sucks. And others. Uh, I just love a hot shower so much that it feels almost sacrilegious to have a cold <laughs> yeah, one. It is unless I've just come out of like, but I'm not having a cold shower. That's why I'm trying to tell people it's a hack. Mm-hmm. I'm having a normal shower. I'm enjoying the warmth, mm-hmm. and it's only at the last ten you to thirty end seconds. That way? Because I would absolutely have to put it back to hot. After. You, I, I hate feeling tired in the morning, and I, I do feel better after. That's why I'm saying it. It's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not enjoying this. Of course, in the moment, I'm not. I'm not sitting there like giggle, giggle. I'm breathing like a psycho. But I am knowing that the second I get out of the bathroom and I'm starting to put on my like face routine i'm like oh my god the day is mine <laughs> like i have gra- i have seized the day i skipped down the stairs i used to hate getting up because of it or you just mean in general? no i would just like go downstairs and be exhausted and i would wait for my coffee to kick in and i would feel so lethargic in the morning but it is more impactful right, it's to such me a than. shock it's shock yeah i just yeah i don't know that i once in a blue moon i don't mind trying it but like as a regular practice Probably not for me. Yeah, this is for anyone who's willing. It's it is not fun. Okay, move on. Um. Okay, my next one just says, "Don't buy chips." <laughs> oh my god, that you talk about this all the time. It but is this. Okay, the full thing is, don't buy chips unless you're okay eating it all today. I wanted to talk about like obviously health, but I found that like the hack is, and and I don't want to like get obsessed with healthy eating like i actually love chips i love eating unhealthy is there anything better than than, a potato with like salt on it yeah and vinegar okay (laughs) yeah i want fries uh i think what i just had to teach myself was that like i will binge on it if i have it Uh, yeah yeah and knowing and being okay with that like knowing there's times when i'm like okay i'm i'm gonna go buy a bag of chips and i'm probably gonna eat the whole thing yeah so as a result i try really hard not to 
like chips is just one example, but it's like, I really try not to like have too many things that are like quote unquote super unhealthy in my house that I love so much because I will, they won't last. The willpower this, I, I feel don't like have I can it. relate yeah. to this one. I do not have willpower and you're right. I make the decision at the grocery store about like, what it is I'm going to. Well, that's another thing people are like, don't go to the grocery store hungry because then you won't make those bad yeah, decisions yeah. around. And I but get, you sometimes put chips in a bowl or you only do that at your parents' house. I, There's something so smart about that. I grab that bag and I down it and then I have a stomach ache. Like that's also yeah, smart. I do. I don't always do that. I definitely do that when I'm visiting my family because it feels polite, like to not take the whole bag. And, oh, that's <laughs> why. Oh my God. There I'm with the whole bag looking around like what? what yeah. Like it's kind of like if everyone wants to share the chips. But your you, family <laughs> has so many bags of chips. Wait, when you're there, you just take the bag of chips. No, are you kidding? You know, you're right. I'm trying to be polite, but I'm staring at them. Like, <laughs> how is that? It's like, I'll let myself go. Get it. it actually is. It is a really it's effective really strategy to do that. Even at home. I do sometimes if I'm sober, um, <laughs> where I'll like, we'll put it in a bowl and I'll, I'm allowed to have like as many bowls as I want. But sometimes you're just downstairs. After, like I take the chips or TVs in the basement. And then by that point you finish, like when the bag's just there, you're just going to keep eating. Yeah. But when you get the bowl, you're like finished and you, if you want more, you actually now have to like go get more. There's or you might be like, Oh, I don't actually need more. And I'm too lazy to go upstairs. They, people talk about the, like the grocery store is such an interesting one. People like the concept of health and nutrition is so controversial and interesting but like one thing that just time after time comes in through these studies is like whole foods not the goddamn grocer owned by amazon <laughs> but the concept of like processed food is sometimes like when people say processed food they think like brands like mcdonald's blah blah but like what i think because of nutrition classes is like the processing of the grain has that thing been like through a machine right so sometimes when like people talk about doing the periphery of the grocery store right. and not going in the more middle. likely whole foods or it, it yeah is. and like there's something interesting that i think you get with being science-minded and constantly reading about nutrition it's like if a machine has broken the actual food you're about to buy then it's not going to be as nutritious mm -hmm. necessarily and fibrous Sometimes. oftentimes it's, yeah. a, it's a decent like rule of thumb that can be broken if you're trying to just like yeah. it's all complicated information rule. but yeah. sometimes i feel like we get to go into grocery stores with a knowledge that makes it a little easier yeah i'm like oh if i'm gonna go get a cracker i'm like that's made by a machine it's been crunched by a machine it's delicious <laughs> there's salt and it's not going to have the fiber in it that that red pepper is which is going to have my body is going to have to figure out how to process yeah so it's like how much of what you're eating are you skipping your body processing because the machine's already processed it right. and sometimes that can help too it's like yeah. what you're your doing. body has to put in more more work to like break down whole foods yeah exactly um yeah, I think like this can also just link into like more of a health conversation like exercise, sleep and health for me have it's hard for me to untangle because I kind of started thinking about them a lot at the same time. Yeah. But it, it's changed your it's life changed just life. thinking about yeah. them all. You need, yeah, yeah, like I know they all make a big difference and also as you age, like you can immediately feel the difference of eating like healthy food I versus I think I had food. a 2-day hangover from eating a meal out. Yeah. Like I went to a nice like <laughs> rich meal on a Thursday and then by Sunday I was like I think I'm finally recovered yeah. <laughs> and I was like I never thought I'd see the day because like when we were young I could just eat crap dinner all day and like feel totally fine yeah and so I'm also different. not even drinking now so I'm like it's not like I'm hungover from alcohol yeah it's like it's but the it food. is it can make you feel so much better like all three of those things but even individually like not to because I know some people like worry about this getting obsessed with like body image and stuff. And I don't yeah, want to focus that's on a that. genuine concern. Totally. And yeah. like, especially when it's like what you eat and exercise, especially are like so linked to that. It's so confusing because we live in like a fat phobic society that is so like dangerous and is so antithetical to health where it's like making you think about these things to the point where people have eating disorders, mm -hmm. like you know, binging to get muscle, like all these things are what I think is the bigger risk. Then it's just frustrating because you have to talk about exercise and health right? in order to be mentally healthy and a healthy person. Of course, I think but you have even, to figure out how to not go to the territory. of Yeah. Which is so hard. Yeah. When you're surrounded by it. It's similar to like that meditation convo where it's like people who are 
really practice in good at meditation will be like the meditation is the point it's not to like get better in yeah. other parts of your life it's yeah. like the activity so in this way like the exercise and the good eating are the point it's not to like just have a nice yeah body. and that's why like scientific because they're good for you understandings of things are so beautiful my i encourage everyone to just like learn science and listen to this podcast and other podcasts about science because the holistic view of how the world actually works is how you get to have an easier life making these decisions for yourself. Mm. Cause when I see people on TikTok talking about what they're deeming as health, which is like eating insane amounts of protein, like there's no talk about nutrition. There's mm. talk about your body changing. Yeah. There's so much fat phobia and so much unscientific talk around health that is so coded in getting more fit mm -hmm. that you like it's so easy to be like of to course people are falling of, of this yeah. and losing sight like yeah. you have to have a really holistic understanding of science to be able to combat the amount of bs out there yeah. of which people are making millions podcasts are making millions yeah. talking to you about and it's really convincing it's like yeah. scary it's like literally to be a critical thinker arguably now you need to have a science like background. yeah i think the, the at least at the base of it with food it is like yeah, whole foods is a simple way to think about it. Like, of course, I, I'm still eating chips. I'm still having processed foods, but it's just like a switch to being like, okay, you know, we all know vegetables and whole meats if you're eating meat and like things that just like kind of come as they are, not yeah, processed, yeah. are going to be better for you. And if you try to make most of those things the bulk of your diet, like you're going to feel better. Yes, of course. And the weird, like if someone's talking to you about like supplements and vitamins and these things it's like that's icing on the cake that's not the foundation mm -hmm. of a healthy and diet you get all those things in vegetables i know the amount of things that are in like the vegetables <laughs> is so funny or even prebiotics mm -hmm. it's like it's just an onion babe like it's garlic <laughs> like it's like it's just so interesting how someone could spend a bunch of money on some health food that's like really just a nutrient that's in on a mass in a red pepper <laughs> yeah yeah it's crazy okay i think we each have one more yeah so i have like oh god yeah my god it's like we could do this forever i guess yeah. that's like what our job is but um for me i'm gonna choose from uh, i'm gonna do gardening okay oh you had so like one. the ability to have the gardening one's a hard one for me it's the thing that i have to do with the awareness that it is mentally healthy so there's really interesting studies about gardening being a like um, strong almost wall against depression again tough for me to understand I sometimes think if you're gardening doesn't that mean you have affluence to have a garden mm -hmm. you probably feeling well enough in the first place to, like, yeah there's something, something like about yeah. it that feels frivolous I probably shouldn't say that I'm not like a crazy gardener mm -hmm. a lot of the times they've realized that people who have really good gardens are living and not in a city so maybe there's other benefits right. to like having space there are some interesting studies about like touching soil and like being around <laughs> like a living thing that you're taking care of but i personally love gardening and like i'm so happy to have a garden but i only can do it knowing kind That's of like, like exercise good. that it's going to make me feel better because it's really? a lot of work and it doesn't um I don't have that gene hmm. right yet. I'm working on it, but it's like, I then will let you like do it more than I do. But I think when I do do it, I'm, I, it's not like I'm doing it because I know I'll enjoy it, but I'm not doing it because I think it will help me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I oh, do, yeah. I do kind of enjoy it once I start. It's one well, of those activities. Well, your dad activities. is like the gardener that I'm like, it's in you. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of for me, like at this point, I've gotten exercise to do this way where it's still hard for me to get there. But once I'm doing it, I enjoy it. Oh yeah. Once I'm doing it, I am enjoying it too, but I, but it helps to have like the, this is good for me. Yes. Like I can't, I need that in order to do it. Cause it is a lot of work. Like I'm, yeah, I'm when I'm looking work. after our garden in the summer and spring, sometimes I'm like, Oh my God. Like, yeah, I'm like, it's like, whereas I can see other people with their gloves, like kneeling down, like petting their flowers. And I'm like, <laughs> they're enjoying that in the moment. I'm sometimes very like, and one thing I've been reading gardening magazines to try and help that, people talk about is that they do their either nighttime or, or morning or both walk through the garden and that's when they enjoy it. So it's like they, they, they actually go through and they don't have any of their equipment out. They're done working. And the way that they enjoy it is they like uh, look at the fruits of their labor, like, yeah. literally fruits. Maybe yeah. they, they observe the plant, they go totally. And then what I was thinking is I do that 
sometimes with you, I'll be like, oh, let's go for a walk. And I'll kind of like kick the dirt and be like, look at that. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to get like, I'm trying to be like, like I just did a bunch it. of work. Yeah. Like, and I kind of ignored that these are gardening articles. Like they had words for them. Like, of course you're doing that. Right. Of course you're, you're sitting there and you're going, that's fucking beautiful. And I did that. Yeah. With let nature. me look at it now. Yeah. Like, like I noticed that sometimes I'll like force back. you to look at it. And now I'm like, no, that's not like, I shouldn't be coy. I should be like, Mitch, come let's look at this together and let's talk about it. And like, what's blooming, what's not blooming like that isn't being braggy. It's just like actually enjoying the nature that you're working with. Whereas I think I was downplaying the enjoyment. I would do it and then just be like, okay, God, it's done. Right. You thought like just the activity was the, like the gardening's done and I'm not even like looking at the flowers. I'm like, okay, good. They're flowering. Whatever. Yeah, no, I, I definitely like looking at it. I think it's hard when you're like two different people and have like, different um not like schedules but like it you should just do it on your own i don't mean like don't ask me to come and do it i just mean like i'll appreciate it in my own way at a yeah oh we mean like being sometimes like come you, do a garden walk yeah because sometimes it's like i might feel it at a different time yeah like true, i do true. really like yeah, you're especially right, you're right, right you're now right. i was thinking of this winter weather that we're still having and then i pictured what our backyard garden looks like in the summer and i was like that is oh it's so beautiful like yeah so nice even just like we have like a little maple tree in the backyard that's so cute and it's just so nice to see it like blowing in the wind yeah and then this like a few little flower beds and stuff I, I like love to just take that in, but it's harder when someone's like, come and look at this now. And yeah, no, no, it. you're right. You're right. I need to do that for myself. I need to do what they were describing, which was not dragging your partner. It was doing your own take nighttime your walk own. Yeah. and your own morning walk of True. you did that yesterday. So now enjoy it. Whereas I don't do that. I just do it. I got it over with. I'm like, does that feel better? Hopefully I'm happier. Right. Yeah. Right. Like that's not it. Yeah. I think that's true of anything. Like even, cleaning the house I've, I've finally learned to enjoy doing that um but it is also nice to then be like let me sit in yes. this like put a candle on and yes. now like the whole kitchen's clean like let's act yes. actively be in this clean yeah. part of the enjoy house. what you organized done. and yeah. yeah instead of just like okay now i'm gonna go sit yeah. in a different space but gardening is one that like i've done for a few years i do enjoy it but i need like more hmm. um motivation okay last one okay we could probably do like part three of this one <laughs> i have more my okay this last one i guess is like kind of a form of habit stacking it was like turning your vices on their head so like of course you're always going to have these things that you don't think are good and i was just talking about cleaning and for me it's like okay number one is okay marijuana Okay, smoking marijuana is like a vice, right? Uh, yeah, betcha, honey. <laughs> right, I think. But it's like, okay, smoking is a really, really bad vice. So part one was like switching to edibles. But I know that's not for everyone and that's kind of intense. Oh, but switching to edibles. No, that's like, that is that is a, for both of us, science-backed switch. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Like, like smoking it's, is it's like It's defending really, your lungs. Yeah. It's not defending your brain. And I'm not saying lungs. like that fixes all the problems. Like, of course, like any substance changes over chronic use is like not going to be good. But, but I do think a lot of smoking is related to throat and lung cancer that yeah. eating, at least in this current knowledge around science is helping with those two of course, issues. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then beyond that, for me, it was like that habit stack of like, I really enjoy cleaning when I you know, and it's just like, fine. What, what's a way that you can, Oh, make your vice, link the... your vice that you're, you're having a hard time getting oh up to God. something good. Eating your chips while watching the documentary you should be watching about. Maybe as science. long as it doesn't promote like doing more of it, you know, yeah. like as long as it's not like, okay, I'm going to like clean every day oh, so I can like have more of it. But I've just found for myself, like thinking about ways to turn vices that you know are not realistic that you're just not going to stop right like everyone not everyone but lots of people drink alcohol Mm -hmm. and that's why like drinking alcohol socially is like a nice thing you're around people being social is like really positive what mocktails oh yeah that's we started doing that yeah like like, because sometimes you realize is about being social yeah sorry it's not only it can be yeah. yeah For us and me, and maybe people come like this, we start, I'm not drinking right now because of my gout. (laughs) It's not (laughs) out of choice, but it's made me learn a lot about drinking and my life. And we make, we put in the same effort of making a mixed drink, but it's a mocktail and you Mm -hmm. get similar benefits. Totally. Sitting on the couch, talking about it, enjoying it. 
and it's not like it makes so you feel weird. drunk, but it gives it's it like ritualistic, right? Yes. Like, even how people say like in well not just in japanese culture but obviously it starts in chinese culture like tea culture right yeah it's like the ritual of making tea is more than just throwing a bag in and like putting hot water it's like this this ritual around the making of it and the peacefulness of it and i think like you could make that around mocktails like that's really fun like it's it's still special yeah it's not like oh i'm just gonna have a water it's like no i'm actually gonna like put in the work yeah let's make a special drink that we're all gonna like try and make it taste good but i also think there's something about um, people think when they go, this is again, so I'm so high on my horse in the second I can drink again, I will eat. <laughs> but it's like, there's something about going to a dinner. I used to think, oh, I'm going to have a couple glasses of wine to loosen up to chat. And I've realized recently, it's like, that's not it. It's that you're at the dinner. That's the chat. Mm-hmm. Like the alcohol ends up being negligible. And in some cases it actually makes you a little bit like, Oh, I feel mm-hmm, worse. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I'm not drinking a lot. I'm drinking like a small amount. Sometimes that can be so fun, but you might not realize that it was just a good chat with a friend. Yeah. It was just an amazing environment to sit, look at each other and, and also really then connect. have like a, a, a visual, Cheers. Olfactory, yes. like s- yeah. experience. That, like this, like, like, Ooh, Oh my God, what's yours taste? Like, what's mine taste? Yeah. Like, like you, you just, you get that. Get with that. Alcohol. I mean, I think that's a hard one for some people, especially it's nice. At least this day and age at a restaurant, we started doing it recently because of your gout, um, <laughs> yeah. but like more and more restaurants are offering mocktails, which is yeah, fun. Yeah. It's, nice. it's definitely a trend, especially if sure. you're like, it doesn't mean you have to stop drinking, but it's like kind of nice when nights when you're like, maybe tonight I don't need to drink, but I can yeah, still but have I can something still that feel, feels like special. Yeah. It's not just like a sparkling. And water. even tonight, like we're going to our friends and I'm like, I'm bringing the mocktails. Like it's like mm-hmm. you're showing up and you're doing a cheers and you're starting the evening yeah. and it's feeling like to a ritual yeah and i do like i do really appreciate that about drinking like i can't deny the joy that comes around making a bunch of people drink and sharing something and sharing that yeah, yeah so it's the closest you can get but that's like yeah but that's like not really the same as like using your vice and like well i think well, that's turning of. your vice yeah into, like if you yeah. can if you can minimize like it's probably is true that some people are like i don't every time i drank i didn't necessarily want to drink but it was like the convenient option yeah. right and in that instance, it's like, yeah, okay, maybe there's times there's this opportunity to have a mocktail yeah. if I'm not actually wanting to drink a lot yeah, tonight yeah. because of a variety of reasons. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That one was like less of a solid rule for me. No, but I've it's just really interesting. About it. Being like, what are the vices in your life that you, they're not the point where I need to maybe give them up because I like need to go to therapy or need to go right. to a serious professional, but they're my vices. How can I use them to my advantage yeah and i mean this connects back to the very first thing we talked about in the first part of this episode which i need help on is my phone to me now my phone is my worst advice and i i'm struggling so my since january 1st uh this is just me and it's i hate my phone and it's addictive as f and it's i only have the apps instagram and twitter downloaded on my phone on sundays and wednesdays but the know what psycho part is, I'm going in my goddamn browser, I'm typing in Instagram.com, <laughs> and I'm looking at the hideous layout that is like a 1998 Windows version of Instagram, which I will say makes me get off my phone going, this is you're dumb. Like, it's this, not as it good. doesn't work. It's janky. Like, I'm that addicted that I can't. My rule was I just don't download the app. And so dude, that's, that's all I've got right now. It's so hard. I used to do 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. I was trying to think of how it is like, you know, and I've said this before, phone is chips. And you know me, I'm like, if I have a whole bag of chips, I'm going to eat it. So I don't get the bag of chips unless I know I'm going to eat the whole thing. I have not been able to figure out that code for my phone because it's so difficult to just put your phone away. So when you're like, I want to check the time. I just want to check a message. I just want to quickly check something. And then a million things grab your attention. And it's just, even when I'm sitting on it sometimes, I'm just like, I want to get off, but I'm not. I know. And then you reopen it. Yeah. And you're just like, crazy thing for me is I didn't take TikTok. I should go to bed. I like, and I also like, I said, I don't download Instagram. (laughs) It was like, I will not. I've like refused to add TikTok (laughs) because it's like, it's so, it's like, I'm like, well, I have to have. Like, I don't have to have that. Anyway, this is a plea for help. Oh, my God. So we've, like, shared a bunch of these hacks. But that's one that I definitely am trying to look or, like, for smart ways to, like, build strategies. Because part of me yesterday was, like, I need to get rid of my smartphone. 
Like, I don't want to. Well, do that's that. what some people do. I know. And I'm like, is that the only solution? That's the chips version. It's no, like, I feel like that's, have it. that's too, if we go to our perfectionist episode for you, that's too extreme, extreme for you to do. Cause it's like, It'll but maybe I could you... have two phones. Maybe I could have one that is like oh, sorry, you my could have daily two phone, yes, like during yeah. the day phone, and then my like fun phone. I know? did for like three or four months last year. Do nine a.m. to nine p.m. my phone, and it was really good. I, but it's, it's like that requires so much self motivation. What I was about to say, it's not that hard. What do you mean? No, and because after nine p.m., you have to be like, well, I have to obey my own rule. You go put it so I'd have a charger in that in that one room in the front. It's yeah. nine p.m. I would literally tell eight fifty eight be on Instagram scrolling <laughs> like I'm about to be like, oh my god, I have two minutes. You're right. It requires stuff to go. Then you go up, you put it there, and it's done. Yeah. The choice fatigue is gone. Can, nine to nine. But if you can maintain, like I, know, it's, I gave it's, up when it's we the started. The same traveling. thing like for chips with me. It's like it's in the cupboard. I know it's there. If I just am like thinking about it, I want to go break there, that rule. I can't believe I'm even saying this again. High on my horse when I'm not doing it now, but. When I was doing it, I was surprised at how I just easy I tried to do that. It doesn't work. But nobody would fall apart on Fridays and Saturdays because I'd be like, that doesn't count because I'm out. Yeah. What am I doing? Not okay, oh, someone help us. Help. Please. Well, we're help. actually doing research on it now for a video, so we'll probably do a podcast. Okay, but like later. if you have ways that work for you, please help. And honestly, if you've had just other cool life hacks, like maybe in another episode, we yeah. can share people's quick little life hacks. This is because it's fun and it's like nice to hear it works fun. for other people. Um, but otherwise, yeah. Hopefully this double, we haven't ever done a part one, part two. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think we can keep going. Okay. Okay, also but we're boost. not. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.